Bethany Murphy. I hope you're doing well this October morning. I am so grateful for the time that we've had as a church to really slow down and set aside these days to seek God together and individually. And our times on Wednesday nights were such a blessing. I'm so grateful to Michael and Paige Jeter and their uh, their leadership in that time of worship and uh, for our time together to literally join hands and seek the Lord as a church and pour out our hearts before Him for for all of you, for what's going on in marriages and families and in uh, individuals' lives and, and seeking the Lord for direction and vision for the church and uh, praying over all of our ministries. And so I am so grateful that we had that opportunity um, this year and look forward to it when it comes again. Um, today I'm on here to share with you about hearing God's voice, about the effect of prayer and learning to hear God's voice. And isn't it often that we get the question, how do I hear God's voice? And my children, as they get older, ask me, mom, how do I know? Like, I really want to hear God's voice. How do I, how do I do that? And so I really have some very practical answers to that. And um, prayer is definitely one of those. I think it's, um, if you were to look at, let's say, a will on a car, it has, you know, many spokes. And I would say that prayer is definitely one of those spokes um, involved in the inner leading of the Holy Spirit. Um, but there's some others that I think are involved in learning to hear the Word of God or learning to hear His voice. And that is obviously spending time in His Word, allowing Him to speak to you directly through the Bible. Um, Psalm 119, 105 says, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So God's Word provides guidelines, guidance, direction, um, wisdom. And then secondly, prayer, James 1, 5, But if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. We need to ask God for wisdom. And so, of course, we need to pray. So God's Word and prayer are the primary ways that the Holy Spirit directs us. A lot of people ask, you know, especially when it comes to decisions, you know, I need to hear God's voice. How do I do that? And I think these are the top two primary ways is um, spending time reading the Bible and praying, asking for wisdom. And then thirdly, though, I think another spoke on the will is godly counselors. Proverbs 19.20 says, Listen to counsel and accept discipline that you may be wise the rest of your days. So when you consult with mature godly friends or family members, you benefit from their experience and their perspective. Because someone who's traveled further down the road that you are walking provides valuable insight. Um, and then the last spoke on the will is the basically our person, just the desires and the circumstances in our lives. Um, oftentimes, in our efforts to hear God's voice, to know His will, we deny our own personal preferences and desires. And Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure. 
So God does place desires within us for our good. And so assuming that we are growing in our relationship with the Lord and seeking his will, recognizing our desires can be an important part of the process. Um, and then, you know, really what's on the spoke, there's the spokes of the will, but really there's the rim of the will that uh, we have to look at too, which is the inner leading of the Holy Spirit. And so, um, you know, obviously the scriptures tell us that the Holy Spirit guides us. John 16, 13 teaches us. John 14, 26 acts as our helper. John 14, 16 and 26. And um, as we may not hear an audible voice, as many women and men did in the Old Testament, and obviously, you know, in the New Testament through, through Jesus, he still speaks to us in our hearts. Um, and so God gave us his spirit to live within us and provide guidance, counsel, and enlightenment. So as we abide in him and he abides in us and we, we are in step with the spirit, not uh, gratifying the desires of our flesh, but gratifying the desires of the spirit um, and fully submitting ourselves to the word and to the spirit, listening, willing to listen and obey and yield to his teaching, um, we will know that we have heard the voice of God. Um, it will always line up with scripture. It will always glorify Christ and it will always promote holiness. So if you hear someone say, I heard the voice of God say this to me, I think one good you know, plumb line measurement for that is, um, does it glorify Christ? Does it promote holiness? And is it consistent with God's word? Because those will always be true of God's voice and his leading in your life. Um, so I hope that that helps um, today to give us some more insight into hearing the voice of God. I um, have been reading Joshua to my kids and, you know, of course, we've come across the old Gibeonite deception. Um, and we see in Joshua 9, that verse 14, that says that Joshua did not, the men of Israel, Joshua and the men of Israel, did not ask for the counsel of the Lord. And so my kids and I talked a lot about that. And that meant that he, you know, did not seek the counsel of the Lord to know what God would say for God to tell him what to do. And therefore it got them into a whole heap of trouble. Um, and so I, um, I think that in seeking the counsel of the Lord, we can expect that he will always answer and that his voice will come to us um, and it may be through reading a scripture that you've read many, many times, and all of a sudden he speaks to your heart and you know that is the answer. You know that is his word. Or it could be through a wise counselor. or It could be through a time of prayer. Um, so I think specifically when it comes to prayer, because I know that is our, our main topic, um, you know, I think the main thing with that is always testing what we hear in our time of prayer, writing it down, I always write down and journal the things that come to my heart in times of prayer. And then, you know, I will run those things by other people 
wise counselors, my husband, um, if just to make sure that those things are um, lining up with God's word and um, seeking the counsel of those who who do have a mature, growing relationship with him. So anyway, I hope that these this insight will help a little as we um, maybe just something to think about and to stir up a desire to hear God's voice and to spend time in prayer seeking his counsel uh, because my goodness, don't we need it in every decision that we make. And it just so reiterated that to me as we re- were reading through Joshua and, you know, these men came to him and they looked like they were of the land of Israel and they, um, they talked like they were, they looked like they were, and it made sense that they would be, but because Joshua did not see the counsel of the Lord, he was deceived. And so I think that, man, that really showed me how quickly we can be deceived. Something can look right. Something can even historically seem like it's, you know, at the right time, these people, you know, look look like and sound like and are saying all the things that they remembered what God had done, you know, and and recalled the works of God to Joshua and just really made him think, you know, oh, these people must be of our land. And then, of course, we know that he was deceived because he did not seek the counsel of the Lord. So, you know, I um, that has really, I don't know, just really woke me up to see that every decision that we make, everything that comes to us, we must really take time to seek counsel of the Lord. Um, because something can look good, sound good, seem like it's the right thing, make a lot of sense and be at the right time but we still need to seek the counsel of the Lord and to hear his voice. So, oh, sorry, this is so long. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I hope to see everybody on Sunday. Love y'all. Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you for your word and that you do speak to us through your spirit within us. You speak through your written word. You speak through your uh, people And we can know your voice. We can hear your voice. And I just thank you, Lord, that you are always willing to pour out wisdom as we ask for it. You give it freely and liberally without reproach. And oh, how we need it, Lord. And forgive us, Father, when we go ahead and we don't stop and seek your counsel and we don't wait to hear your voice. um, That we, Lord, don't consider that your ways are higher and your thoughts are higher. And so... Lord, help us to humbly submit to you as we come to you in prayer and seek to hear your voice that we would not only listen, that we would really submit our own way and our own plan and our own desires. And um, and when we hear your voice, help us, Lord, by your grace to obey and to walk in it, that we may grow to look more and more like you and to, Father, be the light that you have called us to be here. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.